0: so good to see Shirley back here today. (laughs) And, uh, you know, she's been battling that. Her and the Lord have been battling off that COVID thing. And maybe some others of you have been dealing with that also. But I know there's still some things you're working through with that. but But Shirley, you're not the only one. There's others, too, that are still dealing with that. Some probably at home because of that. But, and other things. And it says in the Bible, if we want to find the truth, where do we go? The Bible. And it says in Isaiah 53, verse 4, Surely he has borne our griefs and sicknesses, and carried our sorrows and pains. Who's the he they're speaking of? It's Jesus of whom we celebrate today, right? Celebrate his birth. Just two days ago was December 25 where we have that focus of celebration. But you know that little baby, and we had an example Last week we had Ellie here uh, of a little one. God became a little baby, boy. But then he he grew up and he went to the cross. He went to the whipping post. He bore all of our sin and he bore all of our sickness. That's for all of us that are here. Anyone here in this room that's dealing with... And this is what the focus is. This is the the direction for just a few moments here. The Lord has. He is here, and his healing power is here. I mean, we want to see God. We want to see what God wants. We want to see God's will. We saw that last week. Just look at Jesus. He was well Jesus said if you've seen me you've seen the Father what did we see in Jesus how God anointed Jesus of Nazareth with the Holy Ghost and with power who went about doing good and healing all that were sick all that are sick any sickness now some here may have some chronic stuff that's been going on a long time Others it may be something that just kind of come up here recently. I'm reading what the Bible says, and it says that surely. And I always do think of surely when I read that, it's for some reason now. But surely, He, Jesus, grew up, and He. Bore this for us. He carried it for us. He bore our sicknesses and He carried our pains. And then it says in verse 5 He was wounded for our transgressions, bruised for our iniquities, the chastisement for our peace. That's that word shalom. That means nothing missing and nothing broken. And by His stripes. We are healed. By his stripes, we are healed. So receive that healing now. Receive that healing now. Receive that healing now. Whether it's recovering from COVID or it's things in your intestines, or things in your stomach or in your legs. We're praying for Pastor Dean right now. We're joining together to pray for him in his legs, for strength, and in his knees. I'd like you all that are here just to reach a hand out toward him, if you would. Thank you, Lord. Thank you Lord, thank you Lord, thank you Lord for your healing power to flow from Pastor Dean from the top of his head to the soles of his feet. Gus, Gus, will you come up here and lay hands on as well? Do you have a song there? Or is that a particular song, or just a... If there's a song that you would want to just sing, just go for it. I'm talking about receiving from the Lord and taking what He has wrought for us. I'm talking to each one of us. More than likely, we, each one of us, there's something we're dealing with physically, we're talking about here in our bodies, or you know someone. And so we're in a receiving mode here. Before Pastor Dean brings a word for us from the Bible, if you have something, go ahead and sing. Otherwise, that's fine. But well, let's pray. open the
1: flood gates of heaven.
0: Lord, pray that they Let will go through Pastor Dean's body, Open the gates his legs heaven. and his knees and his ankles and his hips, but every part of his body,
2: Let it
0: rain. anything that's out of alignment that needs to come Open into alignment, we thank you for the of working of your Holy Let Spirit now in his rain. being physical body his earth suit the tent that he lives in
1: and
0: this earth gates of we thank you Lord for the mission that you have for him to fulfill that vision that you have given him to walk in to walk it out and we know that we need strong bodies to do it and so we thank you for that that you bring healing to us. And we pray the same thing for every person here and everyone that is watching or listening. We pray for your your healing power to flow forth to and through them. This power that was wrought, this healing power wrought by you, Lord healing power, your healing power from Jehovah Rapha, the God who heals
1: us. So we just lift up the name of Jesus today. And we just thank you, Father, for the power of your word that you have given us. Hallelujah. We thank you, Lord, that in Psalms 24, 7, it says, The angel of the Lord encamps about those who love him, protects them, and keeps them. Father, we just thank you that the angel stands by us in this hour, Father. And whatever we're going through, the power of God is there. Hallelujah. To keep us, to protect us, to heal us, to give us life and new strength in the Lord Jesus. Hallelujah. Father, we just thank you that those that wait upon the Lord will renew their strength. They will run and not be weary. They will walk and not faint, hallelujah. We just thank you that we walk in your power. We walk in your strength, Lord Jesus. We just thank you that you have given us the victory, that the enemy will come against us. We know he does. For the Bible says that we battle not against flesh and blood, but principalities and powers of darkness. But we know, Lord Jesus, that greater is that strength that you have given us. Father, that we have the victory in the name of Jesus, that we are covered by the power of the blood. And we just receive that right now in our bodies, that quickening of the Holy Spirit that only you can give. Oh, hallelujah, Lord Jesus. We just thank you that we are being revived, renewed, and restored by the power of the blood of Jesus, the power of the Holy Ghost that dwells and abides in us. We just thank you, Lord, oh hallelujah, that all things have become new in Christ Jesus, that old things have passed away, That you make a way where there is no way. That you go before us and make the crooked places straight. In the mighty name of Jesus. Oh, we just thank you for it. We just praise that name that is above all names. In the name of Jesus, amen.
0: Amen, so receive in the name of Jesus. Receive in the name of Jesus. Receive in the name of Jesus, Amen. amen hallelujah hallelujah thank you thank you blessings to all you and we'll be seated and turn over to pastor Dean here now I'll do the announcements afterwards
2: okay good morning morning. thank you for the prayer and uh, God is always faithful. So today, Brother Mark is going to be helping me to read some scriptures. (laughs) Okay, and we'll just start with Ephesians
3: 1 22 and
2: 23
3: and he has put all things under his feet and has appointed him the universal and supreme head of the church a headship exercised throughout the church which is his body the fullness of him who fills all in all for in that body lives the full measure of him who makes everything complete and who fills everything, everywhere with himself.
2: And so today I just want to focus on Jesus our all in all. And you know at the beginning of the year many ministries look to the coming year and some set agendas Some give like a prophetic word of what they see coming. I remember Lester Summerall, one of my, I really loved his ministry. He would give a message every beginning of every year, I predict for the coming year. And so he would predict a bunch of various things. And the ones that I heard, they were very vague, generalities, painting with a broad stroke, nothing specific, but yet it did set the tone for the heart to press in for the coming year. And so there's a lot of different ways that God will prepare us and speak to us. And so today, this is kind of meant to be like a prophetic message for the coming year, not focused on events that may happen, but rather that we are hearing the voice of the Spirit calling us heavenward. You know, today, if you hear his voice, do not harden your heart. And Jesus said, he who hasn't ear to hear, let him hear what the Spirit is saying. And so, Father, now we open up our heart, we open up our ears to hear what your Spirit would be saying to us corporately, individually, that we could be set on the path, Lord, Staying in touch with your steps for us in Jesus' name. Amen. And so, Jesus, our all in all. <clears throat> you know, this is quite a mystery how. You know, Jesus welcomes us into Himself, and then He fills us up. And I I like what it says here. Um, He fills everything, everywhere, with Himself. And so we look at the body of Christ. He's filling everything, everywhere with Himself. We're looking at our own personal experience with God. He's filling everything within us, with Himself. And so this is his position when he ascended up at the right hand of the Father, and God told him uh, to 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 take charge of the church. He filled the whole church with himself. You know, also it says that he fills the universe with himself. But that's a different thing than filling us. Us is a personal thing, not just power or organization or those things. But with us, it's a personal relationship. He is filling us with, uh, with the, we're in touch with how he thinks. We're in, we're in living connection with what his heartbeat is. We're in living connection with him. And so the dreams and the visions that pop up within our life they're birthed within, within his heart. We're bound to him eternally. Amen. Amen. And so, this, from his seating and his perspective in heaven, he is filling everything with himself. And also, if he's filling all of us with himself, this means that we have automatic connection with one another. We, have, we are born into unity when we come to Jesus. We don't have to try to manufacture unity. We are born into We are members of one another. We have to fight to maintain it. And we have to fight the flesh that would try to destroy it. But we are birthed into unity. And that is such a powerful statement because that's our prayers are united prayers are so powerful because we're bound together in Jesus, in this very life of Jesus. And so today I want to look at how we experience that. I mean, so the, he's in that position, he's Provided uh, us access to Himself, and He has filled us up to be our all in all. But we don't always experience that. And so today, I just want to look at a couple things that we can do and put our hearts on to experience this captivating life of Jesus. Let's go to Colossians three and verse four and. And and this has always been one of my favorite scriptures.
3: So, when Christ, who is our life, is revealed, then you also will be revealed with Him in glory. So let's make this confession this morning. Jesus is
2: my life. Jesus is my life. Not only does He give me life, bestow life, impart life, but here he is my life. We are in that kind of living uh, reality with him. He comes and lives within us. My life is because of him. Hallelujah. <clears throat> well, let's just look at a couple of things this morning that are um, kind of affecting our world today. The first one is peace, and all the race tensions, and and I believe they're being egged on by different groups, but yet, you you can't pass laws to bring peace in this kind of way. There's only one answer, and it's a real answer. It's a complete answer. And this verse in Ephesians 2 is talking about the Jews and Gentiles, and that was a a spiritual separation. God had chosen the Jewish people, and then the Gentiles were on the outside, and there was a dividing wall that separated them. So, Mark, would you read 14 and 15 here?
3: For he himself is our peace who made both groups into one and broke down the barrier of the dividing wall by abolishing in his flesh the enmity, which is the law of commandments contained in ordinances, so that in himself he might make two into one new man, thus establishing peace.
2: Amen. And that's something that was impossible to do in the natural. There had to be a breaking down of a spiritual barrier to allow the Gentiles have access to the very life of God. And that's what Paul says in other writings. You were excluded, you know, but now we have been brought near, hallelujah. And so by his flesh, he demolished the wall and he established peace and he made the two into one new man. Hallelujah. He is our peace. We step into a new life of equality in him. He is our all in all. And he also if we expand this, he also breaks down the barriers of racial tension. Or whatever kind of tension there may be, you know? Male, female, the uh, issues of intellectual and educated and those that aren't that way. He, He breaks it all down. That we might be one, and so we want to declare that today. The Apostle Paul kind of gives a, as he goes on, this, or in, excuse me, in Galatians three. Well, let's read a couple of these verses, and so we can add our faith that in. Christ, he is our all in all. And we can, everyone who comes by the way of the cross, who comes through the blood of Jesus, finds perfect union with the body of Christ. Amen. I think in our area, you know, we don't think of ourselves as being racist, but yet there are tensions, you know, with the native community, maybe not so much the black community because we don't have the, that, that much of a history. But I, I remember the native community and the struggle, even back in the 60s and 70s, There was a lot of tension. And in Jesus, it's all brought down. In Jesus, we become one. But listen to what Paul says in Galatians
3: 3.26. For you are all sons of God through faith in Christ Jesus.
2: Verse 27.
3: For all of you who were baptized into Christ have clothed yourselves with Christ.
2: And so this transcends every division that we might have in this world. Verse 28, There is neither Jew nor Greek, there is neither slave nor free, there is neither male nor female, for you are all one in Christ. And Jesus becomes our all in all. Isn't it great that the barriers come down and we can hear the voice of the Spirit through people that don't have our history, they don't have our color, they don't have our background? Amen. And even though there's a different way of expressing in different cultures, and all, all you know, we don't communicate the same way. Yet, there's a oneness in Christ, and we can hear from one another. When I was in Bible school, I roomed with some uh, Cambodians, and they have a weird language. <laughs> I, you know, I mean, I don't understand it, but it had a whole different inflection to it than what, I, and I thought, are they really talking? <laughs> you know, are they really communicating? But yet they had the real life of God within them. Hallelujah. And if you belong to Christ, then you are Abraham's ascendant, heirs according to the promise. And if we jump down to verse 11 here, a renewal in which there is no distinction between between Greek and Jew, circumcised and uncircumcised, barbarian, Scythian, slave and free man. But Christ is all and in all. This is the answer for the tensions that are trying to rise in our world. You know, we can't pass enough laws to change hearts. But the message of Jesus and the glory of his spirit and Jesus invading every part of our life and every part of the church's life, it will transform attitudes completely and totally. We add our faith, we add our prayer. Lord Jesus, let us realize the supremacy of your Lordship. Amen. My daughter, stepdaughter is half black or whatever. (laughs) I don't know the correct terminology. But, you know, when she was in high school and there was tension, you know. Even... In the rural areas, there would be a lot of slurs made to her, and you know it really affects. It affected her deeply that they would that fellow kids would would uh, assault her verbally. So then we were in Saskatchewan, and the same thing was happening there, and. Lord Jesus, we thank you for setting us free and bringing revelation into our society, Lord God, that in Christ we have this great victory. These things are real. Amen. Let's go to Matthew 6 and talk about our finances for a moment. In this coming year, I just had—I was in prayer and I had some of these things come to me. And so in finances, many times we give as an act of love and mercy. And we're not really thinking so much of what, you know, the return that would come to me and all that. Somebody has a need and we just give it, you know. We just sow, we just help. It's an expression of love and grace. And so I have two translations of Matthew 6, 3. Mark, would you read that, please?
3: But when you give to the poor, do not let your left hand know what your right hand is doing and uh, an alternative there. But when you demonstrate generosity, do it with pure motives and without drawing attention to yourself. Amen. I just want to focus on the purity of giving.
2: And, you know, this year, I just came to you, we need to make a proclamation with our giving before God and all creation. That when we give, we're giving deliberately. We're choosing to invest in God's kingdom for its increase. My finances represent my life and I choose to invest my life in God's kingdom and for his glory. And Maybe take a little more emphasis on that. Father, I'm investing here in your kingdom. I'm putting my heart into your kingdom. I'm seeking the advancement of your glory, Father. And so we're demonstrating that we are deliberately seeking first the kingdom of God. And when Jesus came into the earth, when he came in to the world in Hebrews 10, the cry of his heart, I have come to do your will, O God. I have come to do your will, O God. I'm set aside my will to do your will. That was the abandonment of the cry of the heart of Jesus. And in 10.7, it says it is written of me in the volume of the book. So let's read Psalm 40, six, seven, and eight. And this is kind of what the writer of Hebrews
3: is referring to. Sacrifice and offering you do not desire, nor have you delight in them. You have given me the capacity to hear and obey your law, a more valuable service than burnt offerings and sin offerings, which you do not require. And verse 7, Then I said, Behold, I come, In the volume of the book is written of me. I delight to do your will, O God, Yes, your law is within my heart. And so this is his whole life, but yet what I'm seeing is that
2: when we give our finances, we need to delight in investing into the kingdom of God and for his glory. And, you know, that's a great value in the sight of God. How much does the Bible talk about the correct handling of our finances? And so this year, let's when we give, you know, not make a legalistic thing, but Father, as I give, I'm sowing into your kingdom for your glory, for your purposes, that your kingdom would rule in advance. Let's, let's get all in for him. So Jesus becomes becomes my all in all. Jesus is my all in all. Jesus is my all in all. So I have great compassion and love for people that aren't like me. I have great passion to give to his kingdom. My desire is that his kingdom will be growing and expanding and that more and more will be touched to come into that glory. Amen. This year, let's really allow Jesus to be our all in all. Let's surrender to him. And we enter into this all in all position that Jesus has by humbly surrendering to him. We open our heart. We not only believe, but we surrender. We surrender to him. And so for the past year, we've been immersed in virus talk. And it's still going on. And so as a church, we have made a decision, you know, as much as faith allows to obey our leaders, as the Bible teaches, not out of fear, but to keep ourselves in the, in the flow of the spirit. And so to stay in step of the spirit, we need to obey the whole Bible. We have to obey the whole all of the scriptures. Amen. And so It takes wisdom and grace to apply some of that. And that's something that's been prayed about. But lately, you know, more and more we hear that, oh, when the vaccine comes, then we're going to break the back of this thing. Then our nation will be okay. Then the world will be okay. Our hope is never in a vaccine. Our hope is always in Jesus. Our faith rests completely in Him. We set our heart to Him. He is our all in all. For, for as our health is concerned, the Spirit will give us instruction as to how to proceed personally. But my first step is always toward Jesus. You are my healer. You are my all-in-all healer. From the height to the depth, I believe that you paid the price for everything. I believe you are my all-in-all. You fill my whole being with your life. Amen. And as I put my faith in him, then he will show me where my faith is. Sometimes, you know, we want to just take hold of ourselves with ourselves and, and just, you know, I'm going to stand and believe. But then when we really put our faith in Jesus, he'll say, well, call the elders of the church to pray. Get agreement in prayer. Maybe our faith is to use medical means in some way that's okay but our faith has to be first and foremost in Jesus Christ and then the spirit will lead us step by step we follow that peace yesterday morning I had a friend from Canada call and he just said well I'm just wondering how you're doing you know how was your Christmas whatever A couple hours later, I went up to the grocery store and something happened to my legs and I couldn't even get into my car for quite a while. (laughs) My legs just kind of went out of whack. And so I kind of managed to get back to where I'm living. And first thing I did was call Pastor Steve, or I texted him tell him what's happening, asked for prayer, and Joyce said, she answered it, and she said, pray in the spirit, then I thought, you know, this fellow called me this morning, maybe he was catching something, that I was going to be dealing with, and so I texted him, and you know, 20 minutes later, he called back, and prayed with me, and my legs were, 70% 70% better within just a couple minutes. Hallelujah. So what I'm saying is that, you know, when we face some of these things, if somebody reaches out to you, realize there might be something more that they're catching than what they even know at the time. If, they, if somebody calls you and says, oh, I'm praying for you, and then, you know, observes your life and You may not know what's happening right then, but then something may show up and you can open up your heart and ask them to to pray for you. We're a body. This all in all of Jesus floods the whole body. We need each other. Let's say it. We need each other. Your prayers for one another are so important. I like what James said. Is any one of you sick? He must call the elders of the church. And they pray the prayer of faith over him. And the Lord will raise him up. Absolute. No question. Just absolute. But then he goes on talking about how Elijah was a man. And he prayed. But then he says the the prayer of a righteous person is powerful and effective. And so he expands the prayer of faith for one another beyond the leadership of the church to every member who is walking in this all-in of Jesus. He floods us. He fills us. Your prayer is powerful because you're connected with the very life of God. Amen. And so, as we approach 2021, we need to have our faith established in the absolute supremacy and power and lordship of Jesus Christ. I take Jesus as my healer, the first impulse when my health is under pressure. In Jesus, he is my all and all. Romans 8, 11. Mark, do you want to read that, please?
3: And if the spirit of him who raised up Jesus from the dead dwells in you, then he who raised up Christ Jesus from the dead will also restore your life, your mortal, short-lived, perishable bodies through His Spirit who dwells in you. He will also restore.
2: He will restore. This is, we can trust Him. We can drive our stake down upon His promise. He will restore to life your mortal, short-lived body. We take hold of Him. We set our heart upon Him. We acknowledge His supremacy. We allow Him to be at my all in all. He takes charge of everything, excuse me, everything in our life. And you know, when we surrender to Him, in First John it says that we uh, <clears throat> the things of the, that war against the, the life of the Spirit, all that is in the world, the lust of the eyes, the lust of the flesh, and the pride of life. These are all from the world. And if we're surrendering to the world, we can't surrender completely to Jesus. And so this is something that God is doing to bring us into full, more full relationship with him. We can't just say, okay, I want to surrender to the promises, but still have areas in our life that are surrendered to the world. The lust of the eyes, the lust of the flesh, the pride of life. And he's in the business of refining us, but we can't deceive ourselves either. Say, because I've surrendered to the best of my ability, to Jesus and to his ways, but yet I still have areas that I'm surrendering to the world. It blocks the capacity of Jesus to become my all in all. Amen. Amen. The Spirit is taking us on. Taking us on and taking us in to a great great experience with, with the Lord. Hallelujah. Let's pray. Father, we thank you that Jesus is our all in all. That he has entered into the whole kingdom. He's established it with your heart. And Lord, you're showing us how to surrender to that dominion of Jesus so that we may enter into union with him and be overcomers. Thank you, Father, in Jesus' name. Amen.
3: Pastor
0: Dean so Jesus is our all in all and we are one in him we are the family of God together and this last year has been a very challenging year for many people in a lot of different ways but this is where we as a church family need to and we have been standing together. We know that there are numbers of us that aren't able to be here in person in the sanctuary together as we worship and we so miss that and we are so looking forward to the day when we can be together. You do not know how much I'm looking forward to that. I don't like it. Did you hear what I said? I don't like it. I don't like it that some of us are here and some of us are there, but it's just the way it is. And we all know where we're at and what we need to do and all that kind of thing, but we still stand together and that's what we're going to do, and it's the love of Jesus. You know, he is in us and he has broken down the wall, our partition. He's broken down dividing walls. He's the one that does that. And that, that's a good word, too, at the end of a year, I think. It's forgiveness. To forgive if there is anything, if you have... The word says ought, it uses the word ought. Or anything, I guess, is there. If you have anything against someone else, I'm not, I'm not saying feel like forgiving someone because we may never feel like forgiving someone. That's not what the word would tell us to do. It just makes, it tells us to forgive. And that's a choice. It's a decision that we forgive. Amen. And Pastor Dean mentioned in our giving, giving toward the kingdom. Giving toward the kingdom. You hit on a lot of subjects there today. Would you say it was like a prophetic?
2: Yeah, to aim our hearts, I guess.
0: Somewhere to aim our hearts toward. <clears throat> Hallelujah. I do have a few announcements. I'm gonna save my blessed life moment for next week. I believe we already heard the word of the Lord concerning finances there. And um, But uh, Wednesday, we will have a touch point at 10 o'clock uh, as we have been doing since the pandemic started. I believe it's been every Wednesday. I don't think we've missed one at 10 o'clock uh and I, I know that's I can tell by the views that are there that it's a, it is a connecting point. It's a touch point that we've had, and we usually share things for connecting, but then also bring the word as well. Um, so that'll be this Wednesday at ten o'clock. Um, the School of Ministry will not be meeting this week the 30th of December nor will the youth group the youth group will resume on January 6th um, we're not quite sure yet about the school of ministry the exact date we'll let you know when we know for giving you can give to uh, Tin strike Community Church you can mail that box 67 Tin strike five six six eight three or go to the website Tinstrikechurch dot com. And uh then also there's a, a book in the foyer. Uh, it was written by Tim, my brother Tim and illustrated by Rocky Coffin. That's that's uh Peter Coffin's dad and um Glenisch Coffin's son, if you didn't know that. So that's out there that you can purchase that just to let you know that. Thank you, Lord, for what you are doing, what you have done. It is so true what Pastor Dean was saying. No matter what happens, what, what happens in life, We need to look to the Lord first and foremost in everything. You know, whether it's our own physical health, like you went through that experience this week. He called upon the Lord and the Lord helped him. And I'm sure you've experienced that thing, that same thing too. But it's also true with finances Some have had great challenges financially in this last year. Some it's in relationships. Some it's been with dealing with fear. Maybe some it's been dealing with unbelief or doubt. But in everything we can look to Jesus. We can look to Jesus, he's the one that brings what we need and everything. And so, Lord, as we come to the close of this year, that's what we do. We look to you, and we celebrate you, Lord Jesus. We love you, and we declare that you are Lord of our life. Amen? Amen. You're Lord. We declare that you are Lord. You are Lord of our life and we love you so much in Jesus name. We well, have a good I guess we call it the week of the between Christmas and New Year's and and keep looking to the Lord in all things and keep celebrating Jesus. And we love you, and we'll see you soon.